Welcome to Modern Musings, conversations with the maiden, mother, and crone, looking at ourselves and the world through the lens of the 21st century. Hello, and welcome back. I'm your hostess, Amber, and I'm here with my co-host, Kristen and Cindy. Hey. Hello. And if this is your first time joining us, we're glad to have you here. And hopefully hopefully you're coming back and returning in the future. Yes. Yes. I <laughs> love that face. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> this week we are talking about skincare routines. Do you have one? Should you have one? Now, I just recently kind of, maybe within the last couple of years, started kind of having a skincare routine, mainly because my skin was so dry that I felt like I needed to have one. And not just like a facial skincare routine, but a whole body kind of skincare routine because I had such dry skin that um and I had like the little puckery up dry skin on my arms that were really bad and I always thought it was kind of gross so I kind of made a pact with myself to just kind of <laughs> mom and I are looking at each other like what are puckery <laughs> like little little red puckery up <laughs> With like little red bumps. Puckery dry skin. <laughs> keratosis? Yes, keratosis. <laughs> Not laughing at your skin condition, just the verbiage used. Okay. Oh, God. Oh God this I'll is restart why we that. Do- no, don't restart no. that. This is, that's why we do this show, to make people laugh. <laughs> like sweater teeth. well i finally got one okay (laughs) so so i have the i have these bumps on my arm i've heard them called different things they're keratosis and or i've they're called i've heard they're just little red little red bumps yeah yeah i've heard them called chicken uh, skin whatever anyway it used to bother me all the time, and then I started just regularly, twice a day, putting lotion on my skin. I put the lotion on my skin, and uh, Where no, I get those again. yeah. <laughs> so I was just randomly, wow. not randomly, but I put lotion on my skin every day now, and now <laughs> I don't have such bad dry skin, and. My arms are actually soft and smooth. I mean, it didn't happen overnight, but I've been doing it for about three years now. And my skin is very soft and smooth. And I enjoy it. (laughs) Interesting. I actually, I have the same problem on uh, my upper arms. Mm -hmm. I do too. And then I have them on the back of my legs. And Um, uh, I've... I've had them ever since I was a little kid. Like, whenever I would go out in the sun, they would get really red. Yes. It, yeah, mine does that, too. It's actually a um, an overgrowth of the keratin in your skin. Um, or it can be on the mucous membranes also. But mm-hmm. uh, mostly people are familiar with it on the skin. And it's an, an overgrowth of the uh, keratinocytes 
I hope yeah. I said that right. Is that a vitamin? Uh, it's a part, it's the prominent type, cell type of your skin oh. and your epidermis. And so they, um, it just kind of, it's an overgrowth of the skin. And you can also get, um, there's solar keratosis, um, which is a, a pre-malignant condition that is, that it can cause if it overgrows. Okay. So, um, but yes, it's, um. You, like I said, it's an overgrowth, but you can uh, you can also get rid of it with exfoliation. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was going to say. I was interested that you mentioned that you put lotion on it. Well, I also exfoliate it, mm-hmm. yeah, see, at least I, once I a week. I scrub the heck out of it with when, when I'm in the shower. Oh, I yeah. have, like, a special, like, brush that I use on it to... No, I don't the- over-exfoliate, but yes, I do use the Shea Sugar Scrub, mm-hmm. and I actually make my own sugar scrub i have done that and i use that to exfoliate my skin at least once a week i Mm -hmm. bet that's so much cheaper than buying oh yeah i mean sugar's not that expensive so yeah it's you can do it with salt also yeah you can salt scrub sugar scrub or coffee ground scrub even save your coffee grounds and make your own Mm -hmm. coffee ground scrub and it's really good. Like I have a scrub that I use on my scalp as well because I have such short, greasy type hair that I have a scrub that I use once a week on my scalp. Mm. Okay. Well, I have a, as far as the, the keratosis, um, Ashley, our niece, my niece, not our niece, my niece, <laughs> um, she actually found a, a bath mitt um, that she, that worked really well and I started using that and that, mm-hmm. uh, I just put it on my hand after I lather up and, you know, I'm, I'm in the shower and I let the skin get really soft. So at the yeah. end of my shower, I just use that mitt all over my body and it, um, helps remove all that. And that works really well too. But I've also done the, the sugar scrub, the salt scrub, um, I've made my own. I've bought the ones from Bath and Body Works, which are really oily. Yeah, those um, are really oily. They're very oily. If you buy it in the store, I suggest Tree Hut I, brand. I was going to say that. That's yeah, the, the other that's one that I have. That's my favorite ha- that you buy in I the like store. I like theirs very well. They have one that's um, the Honey and Almond, I think. Mm-hmm. And it has um, crushed almonds and, and the honey in it as yeah. well. And that one works really well. And I have one that's um, Himalayan Sea Salt. And the pink salt uh-huh. uh, and rose, I rose think, hips, rose hips or rose oil or I can't remember what I I don't remember what's in it. But I, I just like remember the it's cocoa pink butter one. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite one. I think. but yeah. that is not facial skin care. Never use one of those on your face because your face oh. is much tenderer than that. So yeah, it <laughs> definitely like exfoliating your face isn't the best well, thing to do. you can exfoliate your face. You and can, you probably but should not exfoliate. every day. But you should do it uh, with something much, much softer, like a washcloth. Or um, I use a loofah uh, on my face. I have a soft, it's a softer loofah. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I use that to exfoliate my face. And mm-hmm. if I don't, I will get overgrowth and... One all kinds of stuff on my face. So yeah, I have some exfoliator for my face, and I use that about once a week. Mm-hmm. And every day, I put a cleanser on my face mm-hmm. in the shower. I think, I mean, you probably should do it twice a day, but I at least do it once when I'm in the shower every day. 
I put a cleanser on my face. And then I also have lotion that I like non-scented lotion that I use for my face, just like the over the counter, I think a generic Target brand that's like CeraVe generic Mm -hmm. that I use for my face because that's probably the least harsh thing that I could do because I'm prone to breakouts. Yeah, I I um I use the gentle version of the um Cetaphil facial cleanser. Yeah. Um that was actually recommended to me by a dermatologist about 40 years ago mm-hmm. uh, or nearly 40 years ago and so I've used that ever since then. That's the only thing I use to wash my face. Um it's a it's a very very mild uh, cleanser and yeah and I use that with a washcloth usually um, like I say I do exfoliate with it in the shower um, but not every time I wash my face so I the, have the a washcloth is yeah I read somewhere that you shouldn't use soap on your face because no, it soap is very dry. if it dries it out it dries it out so I use a cleanser on my face in the shower and then I use the moisturizer the Cetaphil mm-hmm moisturizer and just like on my regular skin my arms and everything like that I like the aromatherapy from Bath and Body Works mm, mm-hmm. oh I do like those yeah that's one of my guilty pleasures like guilty because I spend a lot you know well, I like used, I, I, I do used twice to, a day I used to use those uh the the Bath and Body Works in the shower but my skin would still be a little dry so I started using the Aveeno Yes, I love Aveeno, uh, the, like the, the body wash yes, in the shower. I use the body yeah. Wash, so, but as far as my facial thing goes, like I said, I wash with um, the Cetaphil, and I I usually follow up with some Seabreeze um, because the oh, that returns, like a toner. Toner, yeah. Yes, I use the toner because that returns your skin back to its natural pH mm-hmm. balance after you've washed I it. I have a witch hazel toner mm-hmm. that witch I use. Hazel. That's yeah. the, the primary ingredient in the sea breeze. Mm-hmm. Um, I just happen to like sea breeze because I like the way it smells. Um, and I, I That was my mom's favorite also, sea breeze. <laughs> yeah, the blue one, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually, um, for our listeners who don't know this, um, I actually uh, was a licensed cosmetologist, so I went to school to learn... Um, all the cosmetological black I can't even say that anymore trades and uh, one of those included a um, couple of months special coursework in esthetology or aesthetics um, where you learn about skincare and uh, giving skincare facials and stuff like that and one of the things that we always did was to finish a treatment with uh, with a toner to follow up because when you're manipulating the face, when you're, um, you know, cleansing it, when you're putting on any kinds of stuff like that, you always want to put that toner back on to return it to its natural pH balance. And, um, and then you put on um, your lotion and your lotion should include an SPF um, to protect your skin from sun damage. So like, uh, see, I've heard that you shouldn't do an SPF, but sorry, Kristen, go on. Oh, hmm, that's interesting. Um, no, I was going to say, uh, a while back we had been talking about, um, I think that podcast came out in early September Mm -hmm. where we talked about shower or brush your teeth 
Yes. Like the conundrum yes, of which was, one do you pick? Okay. Yeah. So I had mentioned that I'm the corner cutter in the morning. And one of my like secrets uh, corner cutting that I'll totally admit to is if for whatever reason I'm in like a super slammed hurry and I don't get a chance to like really wash my face and get out the wash rag and soap it up and you know get all into that i will actually use sea breeze and i'll put it on a cotton ball and oh yeah use that yeah. to wash my face in the well, morning that's not really cleaning your face but no yeah, but it I mean, does it make your face feel nice and tingly yes because I, I have like i sweat when i sleep that's i probably sweat more when i sleep than anything else mm-hmm. and i'll wake up a lot of times with like a really overly oily face yes and so um that actually helps my face feel really clean yes. Even if I'm in a pinch, like sometimes I want to do that before I do anything else just because like I feel icky. Yeah. And so I like that. It makes me feel well, fresh. Well, I've I found that if I have a, a like a little breakout or anything too, that just doctoring it a little bit with mm-hmm. the cotton ball. Kind of helps open the pore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it helps dry it out a little more too. So, yeah. Um, as far as my skincare like routine goes for my face, um, that's probably where I terrible at is that the actual routine of it like being consistent um i and do you must be consistent for it to work Go right on. you yeah. really do like just continuing to like take care of your care your face otherwise it's like a swimming pool that's always the ph balance is off yes you know you shock yeah. it and then you can't swim in it for a few hours and then <laughs> yeah but no like you have i to do will, it every day yeah so i also use a set of fill i don't use the like gentle one i like the use the daily one. i uh-huh. love that one because i feel like it actually like mm-hmm. makes my face feel more like when i wash it um <laughs> that's the sound too no. yeah <laughs> I, know. I like that clean feeling like i like that over dried out <laughs> skin feeling i guess because i feel clean um and then afterwards i will do the sea breeze and then i have uh i love clinique um lotion there's I, I wish i knew which one it was it's the yellow one um there's their yeah basic yellow lotion daily yeah, daily uh, lotion yeah i love that one it uh i have this or maybe because my face is so dry because i probably overwash it um when i put lotion on it sometimes it feels like it's dragging across my skin mm. like my hands and mm. it feels like uncomfortable to put it on unless I put gobs of it and then my face feels too wet Mm -hmm. and I I don't like to feel anything I don't like to feel anything that's why I don't like wearing lipstick and I don't like wearing a lot of like eye stuff because I can feel it I don't like my hair touching my face I don't want to feel my face (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so i don't like to put like isn't really there a heavy, song, isn't there yes. a weekend song i can't about feel my face yeah. i can't feel my face when i'm, I'm with you, you. okay because i put too much lotion on it no <laughs> <laughs> but no yeah i i like the lotion to just go into the skin and then absorb and disappear right dissipate whatever's excess right so i'm like super picky about the lotion so i really like that clinique one and that's pretty much the only thing i put on my face um i found that they make like i'm sorry i don't know the name but they're like little vials for like acne and you kind of put it on like, oh to Dr. i Pimple. love that i do have I that i do not like those because they bleach your clothes and your pillowcases oh, oh i don't really Put it on my clothes. You know, like it doesn't really get on my clothes, but I don't. Oh, yeah. See, I would put it on like after. Because remember we were talking about like our 
routines and I shower at nighttime. So oh, I would yeah. do oh, a lot of my skincare oh, routine yeah. is at see, night. See, I shower in the yeah. morning. So yeah, all my Mine skincare at routines too. at nighttime. Yeah. So I would put that on, you know, like a pimple and then I would go to bed and then I'd wake up with like my beautiful new pillowcase would have like this white spot on it. Oh. And I'm like, what happened? And then I realized it was that medicine. Oh yeah. It actually bleaches. Mm-hmm. So I, I know that stuff really works, but I hardly ever use it because I just don't want anything to get bleached out. Um, the other thing that I do, I noticed no one has mentioned yet, um, puffy eyes. I have oh. the worst puffy eyes due to sinus Clinique issues. also has yes, the best I eye cream. I love that eye I do roller. use Clinique for the eye cream, yes. I use that like twice a day, and it feels so good. It, and my even regular if it doesn't work, Clinique. Even if it doesn't make my eyes like shrink. You know, like the puffiness. I love the way you it can feels. see the a visual. Like you can see a visual difference. It might not like immediately happen, but if you use it consistently every day, you can see a visual mm. difference. Yeah, it I noticed up that. This yeah, little area mm-hmm. here, and um, I just I like putting it on my eyelids. It's so cooling because it's like a roller ball, and it's like really cold. Oh, yeah. And you put it on. It's like, you know, the whole idea of putting oh, yeah. cucumbers, the cucumbers on, on your, your eyes. Yeah, that take the puffiness so away. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. I love it. So I I have like multiple vials of that. <laughs> mm. And I take one with me everywhere. I just put that stuff on my eyes. <laughs> now, I like the regular eye cream lotion as well. That is part of my skincare routine in the morning. Like I'll use the witch hazel and then I'll put the eye cream on and then I'll put the moisturizer on yeah see I don't do that much in the morning because well I you know I don't wear makeup most days so you guys mostly work from home and I work from home and I and I shower in the evening so a lot of my that kind of skincare happens at night like Kristen so um I'm trying to remember the name of this brand that you buy from the dermatologist, and I can't remember what it is, but it's a, I, I think it's a retinol type serum. Oh, there's mm-hmm. so many of those out I know, there. and it, and it, um, it just, I put it on the, like, dark spots and stuff to help bleach those out, or also the Pond's dark spot remover is, uh, works really well, too. And but you have to kind of be consistent with using it, and I will you put that on. What? But I it will bleach your that. your stuff out like, too. One day I just looked in the mirror and I have all these dark spots on my face. Yeah. That's genetics in our family. Well, our and it's skin. it's sun damage also yeah. because like We're if you freckles. get a see, I don't really have dark spots. If you get a sunburn think. and it peels, but like maybe the whole thing doesn't peel. Maybe you've got a few little spotches that mm-hmm. don't peel. And then they continue to get sunburned and damaged, and that damage goes deeper and deeper and deeper in your skin, and eventually that becomes a dark spot. So you guys go out in the sun more than I do. Also, yeah. I'm not a very well, sun person. Yeah. We go camping, we go canoeing, we do the three day walk. You know, we've yeah. done we we did scouting, we hiking, and hiking, and, and yeah, we've I'm done a, a vampire. Lot of stuff. So yeah, well, <laughs> I, I am now. too. We I just burn. Yeah, <laughs> I just turn to ashes and then. Come back I, inside. I'm I'm a lot darker, but I do have dark spots. Yeah, you know that. I that noticed come up this one on my them. forehead, and it's kind of alligatory. Like, yeah, I, I can tell it feels different. And um, I, I noticed did. too, like when I go outside, like if I'm outside for like a few hours, like as I noticed when we came back from our trip uh, to New Orleans, you know, it's kind of hot and muggy, and I was looking in the mirror. 
And I was like, oh my gosh, my face is like breaking out, like from being outside and being sweaty, Mm -hmm. like my skin. Like when I get in the sun, if I get a sunburn, I get a lot of these tiny little micro pimples too. Yeah. So I have to do like extra stuff to my skin. Sometimes the medications that you take um, actually make you more sensitive to sun damage and stuff like that too. So that's always a good thing to be aware of. And that goes back to the wearing... um, uh, even if it's just a slight SPF, a small, you know, in your, like a, uh, a, a like moisturizer a that has a makeup. small yeah. or a, or a makeup that has a, a slight SPF is better than nothing. Um, and then, uh, you know, I always recommend wearing a hat when you're outdoors to shade your face. That is like one of the best protections you can do. And because that, that damage you know, you may say, oh, it's just a little pink right now, but that damage builds and builds and builds over time. That um, that sun damage is yeah. radioactivity. If you think about it, it is radioactivity and it doesn't go out of your body. It just keeps building and you wind up with um, free radicals that mm-hmm. cause skin cancer and, and it just does damage to your face. Yeah, my uh, grandma, she had... Two different types of skin cancer. The last one that she had was melanoma. And it was, you know, mm-hmm. just uh, like you said, over and over. And um, it's funny because like uh, she used to, when she was a kid, chop cotton. when mm-hmm. she, Like on the farm. Yes. And she had, the shirt that she wore had a hole in it. And she wore it every day. And like that one piece of skin right and everything like that eventually became skin cancer well and and something that people often don't realize your clothes are not sufficient protection against the sun you could still get sunburned through your mm-hmm. clothing um particularly white clothing um and um you know the, the a lot of people who work outdoors all the time they wind up dressing in layers yeah, um, to get a little bit more or buying clothing that has an SPF in the clothing because your son is, or your clothing is not sufficient yeah, it protection. And, and a lot of people who are out in the sun a lot, like, like they were back then, yeah. you know, or my dad was a carpenter. He was outside in the sun all the time. So um, I have an uncle who uh, is an agronomist and, um, he's out in fields with the farmers, you know, looking at their crops and stuff all day Mm -hmm. long. And he's had um, several skin cancers removed and, you know, he's, I'm sure he takes care of himself and stuff, you know, but yeah, there's only so much you can do. So. That's true. Like, uh, if I don't put some kind of lotion or something on, when I go out, like, it really doesn't even matter what time of year it is. Like, a, you know, you have to put lotion on, like, when you go skiing. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it reflects like that. that. the worst. I get oh, yeah. wind burn. Or wind burn, oh. yeah. 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 Oh, and snow burn is, snow like, burn. when the sun reflects on the, oh, the sun. Snow. It makes it stronger uh-huh. yeah. than 
Well, and uh, people often don't realize you can sunburn through the windows of your house or through the windows of your car. You think oh, that yeah, you're like in your car. To what me. is it, like our driver's tan? That's yes. like the worst. I have, of I have one arm that's darker than the other. Yeah. And my windows are tinted, so, you know. Yeah, it, yeah. Uh, it doesn't help. I remember one time I went to a festival, and I think it was like October or November. When, you know, in Texas, it's not that, you know... It's not, it's still warm in October yeah. and November. So, like, shorts. there was an outdoor festival I went to several years ago. And um, I was like, oh, it's October. I don't need sunscreen. It was like 70 degrees outside. And, you know, it was an out, all day outdoor thing, no shade. And then I get home and I've got the worst sunburn and I'm like, well, maybe I should have put something on, you know, <laughs> like I didn't feel the sun because it was 70 degrees. That's the and, worst time when it's yeah. not hot. You don't feel you the don't burn. Realize yeah, you're so burning. you're, yeah, you're outside and you don't realize it. So, you know, it's always good to be cautious. Last summer I went to the beach and I, it had been years since I've been to the beach so I put that thick sunscreen on just in case. Well, and a lot of people don't put sunscreen on frequently enough. Putting it on once before you go outdoors is not enough. You have to put it on 20 minutes before you go outside because it, it has to actually soak into your skin to give you that protection. And you have to reapply it every hour or two because if you don't, it it loses its effectiveness. So, and you also want to do the highest skin protection, the highest SPF that you can possibly use. I hope that our scientists are investing more time and energy into making better sunscreens that are more convenient to use. And yes, oh, I you know the the facial skin. Well, the, oh, the facial su- the facial sun sunscreen sunblocks are terrible. They're terrible. They're full of oil. Mm -hmm. Um, They're very greasy. And when I put them on, I instantly get a chemical burn from them. So I'm obviously, uh, it's worse than the sunburn that I would get. So um, I have to be very careful with, um, with that kind of sunblock. Now I'm, I'm not talking about the, the look, SPF six or whatever that's in your or SPF 15 Mm -hmm. that's in your, um, makeup or whatever. I'm talking about the, the 50, the 75, the 100, you know, like, um, Neutrogena or whatever, which is a really good one, but it's, it's too greasy and it's, and it like, literally I will burn worse with that on than I do if I don't do anything at all. Yeah. I Hmm. hate it. It hurts my skin. It does. It burns. So I don't know if it's an allergy to something that's in it. Uh, I, obviously, not everybody has that problem or they wouldn't keep making it. But um, I, I just can't wear it at all. So I just, my, my best defense is a hat. Yeah. I just cover my, yeah. my face up. Yeah. So what other, what other kinds of, um, I'm trying to think. Oh, what man, other I got some other skincare routines besides just using lotions and soaps. So... I have, um, you know, a hairy face and I hate 
Oh, I didn't even think about that. Face. Oh my god! And I will sit. I have one of those big like blow up mirrors. Oh yeah. And it's kind of like one of those things I'll do like once a week. I'll sit in front of yeah. the mirror and pluck the like random I, hairs. That I have grown on. My I neck. have a mole <laughs> on my lip that that I have to pluck. And, I have and that is a one mis- hair on my yeah. chin. That a I lot have of to people. <laughs> a lot of people talk about. Oh, you should never pluck the hairs from your mole. That is an old wives' tale. It doesn't make it. It doesn't do anything. It it's just bothers me if I don't pluck it. Yeah, mine mine's like really dark and it, it looks it looks like a witch. So I am the crone, but I don't want to look like the crone. <laughs> so um yeah. So that one has to go. <laughs> and I like to sit like you said, I like to pluck my eyebrows, you know. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people go and get it done, but I it, it's very zen like to pluck, mm-hmm. my I, I pluck my eyebrows. I remember plucking your eyebrows for the first time in college. Jamie and I, we sat you down on the oh, stool gosh. in the kitchen and yeah. you were like sneezing every five seconds. <laughs> remember when I <laughs> waxed your face and yes. I overheated the wax and it oh. got stuck on your face? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And this is why you pay somebody to do this and don't do you these You know what? I actually <laughs> no. don't wax and that's why I pluck because I'm sure a lot of people are like, why don't you just wax it but whenever i go to wax it i guess because my ph on my face well, a lot of people get a breakout i do from waxing. i literally yes. will get like a yeah i'm red not a fan mustache. of waxing either. yeah it, it irritates These the skin little, and pimples. you get little pimples from it yeah. yeah a lot of people do that but the waxing does last longer than yeah, the plucking it does and then it, it gets it all at once and it hurts it hurts less because if you do it it's like really and then it's done yeah the plucking doesn't bother me anymore. It doesn't bother me. There's only like one little spot that bothers me, like right yeah. underneath. Oh, my that nose. makes you sneeze, right? Yeah, it just yeah. makes me sneeze. And everyone's like, Are you okay? I'm like, Yeah, I'm just plucking my Actually, face. If you if you pull the skin really tight, mm-hmm. this is this is something I've learned that may, people maybe not know. Um, if you pull the skin really tight and you pull the hair out in the direction it is growing, like mm-hmm. straight out, it will hurt a lot less. If you try to pull it in the wrong direction, that's when it hurts. Or the skin is not really tight, that's when it hurts. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. So that that was a tip from the cosmetologist. There we go. Yep. Do any of you like Doctor Pimple Popper? No. <laughs> not necessarily Dr. Pimple Popper, but it is very I know a lot of people that fascinating. Do yeah. People like, like uh I uh I know like um my um fiance he has really bad back acne, like uh to the point where he's had to go to the hospital to get the like a, a the Dr. Pimple Popper treatment. He'll probably kill me for mentioning this but it was definitely like I was in on uh, one of his back surgeries that he had to have a really bad one removed like a really bad ingrown hair situation that it was like almost to his spine it was Mm. so large they had to cut a big hole into his back Mm. look like now there's like an indented spot in his back because they cut like a big chunk out of his back it abscessed. Yeah, yeah it abscessed and that was like the most fascinating thing being oh, yeah. in on that surgery just seeing it in he, yeah it was he should consider exfoliating an antibacterial soap 
Um, yeah, he does use the antibacterial yeah. and soap. And make sure he rinses very well afterwards. But the exfoliation is a big key part of that also because if the pores are getting blocked or the and or the or, or the follicles are getting blocked so that mm-hmm. the hair is not able to grow out, then that is a lot of times what will cause that. And then the bacteria, the antibacterial soap will help keep the bacteria off the skin. Um, and that's a good tip for any any kind of acne. That's Even literally in, how I get face. them on my face yes. is because the yeah. hair is trying to come out yes. because I get these stupid hairs. Yeah, but the antibacterial soap will, does help with that. And um, I, was, I use I that on gonna, my like regular yeah. skin as yeah. well, you know, especially like well, in the summertime when armpits, it's way sweaty hello, yes. or like boobs under the boob. Yes. Um, I, I was going to say, though, you know, you're talking about how fascinating it is. And, and that was one of the things when I was in cosmetology school, we spent a lot of time um, clearing people's blackheads and whiteheads. What's that and tool things. called? The little circle thing. Oh, gosh. You don't I remember? I don't remember. Mm. Um, but we you just call blackhead tool. Co- co- uh, it's a comedone is the the name of the pimple, but um, I, I, I think it's it. just called a blackhead tool. I don't oh, know. I'm sure it has. But like well, more. we use different. <laughs> we do use different things. So mostly we did a rolling technique, which because um, you don't ever want to pinch your pimples. Um, you want to roll it out. You want to yeah. roll it out. So because if you pinch it, you can bruise it and damage the skin, and that makes it infected and even worse. So um, it the skin needs to be um, warmed, like uh, warm water or whatever, mm-hmm. and soap. You wash it with soap and warm water to soften up the skin, and then we used um, soap or the not soap. I'm using that term very like um. So you would cleanser. get that done when you would. Go get a facial. Or yes, you, yes. This is I'm what we used to do. I'm curious about that. We used to do this, and and then you, um, we took um, cotton and wrapped our fingers in cotton and gently rolled the blackheads out between two fingers, kind mm-hmm. of like um, Chinese uh, Chinese jump rope with the sticks. You yeah. know how you make the sticks click together. That's what you do with your finger to push push the oh like, like this yeah. yes like this. Um, I know y'all can't see, but, <laughs> but, uh, don't, but do, that's one thing that Dr. Pimple Popper does on her videos. Is, yeah, is, is, roll, is the roll. Yeah. So um, and you roll those out. And then um, we also use lancets like um, like a diabetic would mm-hmm. use to prick their finger um, with a microscope or like with a, a magnifying glass because we mm-hmm. can see the pore and we are licensed to do that yeah um you got to be careful because you don't want to just go poking your skin but you um open the pore with the lancet in, you know through the opening of the pore so that you can get those things out when they're when they're in really bad shape and the skin has um blocked the pore so um that's the reason why you need to exfoliate because you yeah. need to keep that skin from growing over the pore but um that those were um the things that we did and i the re- the direction i was going with this was that it was really fascinating to me and it's really hard for me to look at somebody's face that has um a lot of blackheads or a lot of uh, whiteheads you want to do it i want to i i'm not fascinated with watching dr pimple popper but i know a lot of people who are but i want to do them myself because i did that and well, i know it's fascinating to do it yourself too well, it is it is i've and i've always i mean i i do them on myself um i've 
obviously I'm old enough. I, pr I don't have very many t opportunities to do that anymore, but <laughs> not that I want you to. You can have some of my pimples. No, I don't like. want your pimples either. Um, but, but I, you know, it, it is, I just see people's face and I'm just like, I want, I want to pop that pimple. <laughs> I, I have seen like people like that with like the huge blackheads on oh, yeah. their nose. Um, I've, I've been kind of keeping mine at bay, you know, like with, I used to have like big black heads like that, but uh -huh. the, the older I get, the the less I do, like you're saying. So. Yeah. Well, your you know, your skin gets less oily and you have less hormones to mess with everything too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But the, but you can have blackheads at any age because a blackhead is just, um, the and oils not just and on the, your face and yeah. The, yeah and it's just the oils and the dirt collected in that pore mm -hmm. so it's important to keep it clean and it's important to i always get those biore strips and i put oh, them on i love those i'm always disappointed there's never anything on them oh well maybe you're cleaning too I know. Good. Maybe. um charcoal I know. masks are another great one uh -huh. um i, I have that. a friend who made charcoal masks mm -hmm. and i buy them from her for every once in a while and um and they're great to put on because when you pull that off you can just see all the, the yeah. stuff that comes out that comes so. with it yeah yeah and you know even when you think your face is clean. Mm -hmm. The same thing with the um, wiping down with the sea breeze after you've washed your face. Oh, yeah. Sometimes you still have like a like dirty it, like yeah. bit on your face. Dingy. Like, ooh. Yeah. I thought I cleaned good, but then yeah. here's this. You know yeah. what I did was um, one of the things I had thought about is, you know, ooh, like when you're in the shower, you know, you have like your wash rag or whatever it is you wash your body with. And I was like, that'd be kind of gross to wash my face with that. Um, and then when you wash at the sink, not in the shower, but you know, if you're just using your hand, you're not exfoliating, right? You're not. I use a washcloth in the right. sink. Right. And so, um, I was, you know, using little washcloths, but then I found these like facial pads mm -hmm. at the dollar tree they're oh, like yeah. in a little container and, and they're, they're like little mini wash rag looking things right. yeah one and they a day have or whatever like a yeah. kind of a scratchy material on mm -hmm. one side and terry mm -hmm. cloth kind of fuzzy on the other side and those are really awesome i do use those i, I bought enough so that i could just use a different one every day mm -hmm. and um because one of the things that i was not doing good um was for the longest time i used to just go to bed in my makeup and i know a lot of oh, people do that terrible, and you terrible, know terrible. one of my friends she has like the perfect skin she never gets pimples she goes to sleep in her makeup and she doesn't have a skincare routine like she does nothing to her face except put more makeup on it and then just wash it off in the shower in the morning <laughs> mm. and i'm like why you have no pimples not fair i have to wash um oh yeah my makeup off because if i go to sleep it's not even just in my eyes or getting it on my pillows like i will break out i will wake up with these ginormous pimples on my face yeah yeah so. i i always recommend taking your makeup off and yeah. um I, I i tell you my favorite makeup remover eye makeup remover is the mary Kay mm -hmm. eye makeup remover it is not oily um, even the, uh, the Clinique one is very oily. I haven't used the Clinique yeah, one, but, but I've, I've used the one. Neutrogena one and it's supposed to be oil free. Um, and it, you know, you have to shake it cause it, it really is. It's an oil and a, I don't know what all it, it, and you have to shake it because it separates. Um, but it's still very oily. Um, the micellar 
water or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what it is exactly. Um, it works well, but I but it's just a little too oily for my face. But the Mary Kay one is very perfectly not oily. And I will just use that on my eye makeup and then use my um, Cetaphil to wash all over, yeah. including my eyes again. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also use, oddly enough, baby shampoo. Um, baby shampoo for makeup remover to, re- to well it or to eye makeup for your remover. eye makeup okay. remover um, because it is gentle on your eyes and it will oh, not oh and it tear. doesn't burn your eyes yeah because yes. that's one of the problems I have is because my eyes get irritated from the makeup mm-hmm. so when I go to wash it off it irritates my eyes yes and so that's a lot of times where I kind of dread washing off my makeup because then I know like my eyes are going to be watery mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. quite a while afterwards. Um, one of the ones that I found that I really like is Clinique. And like you said, they're, they have two different ones that I like. There's like a liquid one that's kind of oily and you just put it on like your, uh, cotton ball. Mm -hmm. But there's one that looks like, um, coconut oil. Oh. Right. Cause it's like kind of solid. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, I love that one. So you just dip your finger in and uh, I rub it on my eyes uh-huh. first and then I massage it all the rest because it's, it's a full total makeup remover. Oh, okay. And, and who is, is that? Is it's Clinique? Clinique. It's also. Clinique. And it is amazing. It takes all the makeup off your face. It's so weird because you would think that adding an oil to an oil would just be oily, be oily, but right. it's weird. Like you're powders and makeup like your base mm-hmm. when you put it on your face it just turns it into a liquid and then you just wipe it off right and and i use the soap to wash that off but it does an amazing job of taking the makeup off because mm-hmm. even like like these waterproof mascaras and stuff they'll that will still be on my face right if i don't use something those, strong you enough. have to use an eye makeup remover to remove eye makeup uh, yeah eye makeup. yeah and that's why i like that clinique yeah. one because uh, and, and it's not a liquid, so it doesn't spill. Whenever I go on trips, I have in my little sundry bag, I have this tiny little container of it where I just took like a measuring scoop of it and put it in a little closing mm-hmm. uh, travel container. Mm-hmm. And I love that because it goes a really long ways. One bottle of that has lasted me like two years. Be Which, careful. I mean, be careful of that because if you're putting your finger in it, you oh, could right. be contaminating it. Could be it. Old. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, and that's another thing with your skincare routines. You should throw your mascaras away when they are six months old. Right. Yeah. I think they it's do six expire. Yes. And, and I think well, there's something because like they can get contaminated and they get dried out also. Is a lipstick also expires? Mm-hmm. Like, um, oh, yeah. They get bitter tasting, smelling and weird. Yeah, they get and, weird smells. Well, and you can. When you're, like, with the lipstick, you're putting it on your lip. You're getting germs on it. Same thing with your eye. You know, you're, you're getting... Tear ducts are You're getting things ducks. on that mascara, and then you're putting it back on your eye and reinfecting. And, and you have... There are, like, little mites that live in your, in your eyelashes. Yes, I thought that was, like, a joke in school. No. That's real? That is real. Um, and they... And those... Uh, those can get in your mascara and stuff too. So, um, and actually washing your eyelids or with the, um, baby shampoo helps remove those. It also helps remove pollen from your eyelids. Like if you have allergies and you wake up in the morning with, you can wash your eyelids with the, um, okay. With the baby shampoo to help remove Hmm. 
the pollen from your eyes. One of the yes. things that I stopped doing was drying my face off with the hand towel in the bathroom. Oh, yes. No. Yeah. Gross. You, I realized one towel. day what I was doing and I was like, ew, other people are drying their hands on this towel after they may or may not have properly washed their hands. Yes. And then I was like, that's disgusting. <laughs> and now I have my own towel that I use to dry my face off yeah. with and I hide it. And you and when you wash your face, use a clean washcloth every time. Yes. Um and I wanted to go back to you were talking about your little face wash cloths. Um uh a lot of people will like crochet or buy crocheted um face washing cloths. Like it's just a like a little round circle. It looks like a, a coaster or something. Mm -hmm. Um and they're just crocheted out of cotton and you can wash your face with those. And you can also exfoliate with something similarly made um out of tool. I was about to say, didn't you used to make those? Yes. Um so you can make a little huh. exfoliating mat out of crocheted tool. Um and you know, there's different um scratchiness of tool. So, you know, for different yeah different parts of your body or whatever. But um, that was one of the things I used to sell in my Etsy shop a long time ago um, was the little mats. So there would be like a week's worth of the little mats. So you could just wash them and then, um, you know, wash your face and then wash them. Yeah, I toss yeah. them all in like one of those uh, laundry, a laundry bags. bags. So yes, a laundry bag. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they wash really well. Okay. Well, uh, does any, y'all have anything else y'all want to talk about or? Not I that think, I can no. think of. I'd, I'd like to hear what our um, readers have, if they have any great tips or our readers. Our readers and listeners. Because um, remember, well, hopefully, if <laughs> you should check out the blog. Yes. Because you're only missing, you're missing part of the conversation if you yeah. don't check out the blog. Yeah. But yeah, go on. <laughs> you oh, I was just going to say, I ho hopefully they're reading and listening. And um, if they are, please please give us some of your tips. Um, I'd like to hear what you uh, what you guys think. Um, maybe we've missed something uh, that's a good good thing to help mm -hmm. everybody. So, so uh, next week we have a topic coming up, and uh, Kristen is our hostess. Yeah, next week we're talking about taking your crafts with you when you travel. Oh, okay. Ooh, that's or your fun. hobby, your that's, craft yeah. hobby. Or I'm whatever. I'm kind of a specialist at that, so I'm, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm I've done to that, that before too. <laughs> yeah, so that'll be fun. And we'd also like to thank some people before we go. We'd like to thank thank Red Door Studios and Creative Audio Tech for our music and recording equipment. And of course, we talked about our listeners earlier. We'd like to thank our listeners. Those of you that keep coming back and if you enjoyed our podcast, please give us a good rating and share it with your friends. Yes, please do. Yeah. And of course we talked about the blog. So please check out our blog. Check out the blog. You're missing part of the conversation. Modernmusings.net. www.modernmusings.net. And we also wanted to tell you before we go, happy Thanksgiving tomorrow. We will talk to you guys next week when, well, we won't talk to you, but uh, oh, yeah, yeah, tune yeah. in next week for our podcast. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.